0: Welcome back to the Blank Coverage Podcast and today we are having a super exciting episode for all of y'all. We're looking back and we're looking at this weekend's fantastic action coming up. It is the AFC and NFC Super Wildcard Weekends. We have a lot of fun stuff coming up. As you can see, I'm repping the Bills today. Got on the jersey, got on the hat. I will be off to the Bills Patriots game tonight which is at 8.15 so that's going to be a whole lot of fun. I'm going to freeze myself uh, temperature is looking like it could be negative 10 with wind chill, So it's going to be rough, but I am looking very much forward to it. It's going to be an awesome, awesome time. So cannot wait. Super excited. We're going to dive right into things here, and we're going to start looking at the final playoff picture. Now with this, it's uh, we're going to run it down real quick, and it's going to look like this. In the AFC, number one seed Chiefs, they get a bye, so we'll not be talking about them. Oh, sorry, sorry. I forgot to edit this up. Number one seed, Titans, they will be off this week, your AFC South champions. They pulled it out against the Texans last week. They will not be playing in the two-seed Chiefs. They will be up against the seven-seed Steelers this week, who sneaked their way into the playoffs. Three-seed Bills, as I mentioned, up against the six-seed Patriots. And then the four-seed, the Bengals, winning the AFC North, and they're facing off against the Raiders, who got their way all the way up to the five-seed. Really, really great work from them in week 18. In the NFC, we have the number one seed Packers, who have clinched that seed for quite a while now, and they will go against uh, the winner of, I think, the 4-5 and five game, which should be the Cowboys and the Cardinals. Uh, that game, or sorry, Cowboys slipped up a little bit. I should have edited this ahead of time. But, um, yep, the Cowboys will face off against the 49ers. Uh, that game will be in uh, Arlington, at least. Um, I'm going to go ahead and check out and make sure I have all these exactly correct. But, um, right, yes, so uh, Niners-Cowboys playing in that playoff, and then we have Eagles and the Buccaneers. Uh, Eagles clinching in the seven seed, uh, Bucks getting the two seed, and then finally we have uh, up first, uh, or sorry, up last is Cardinals and the Rams. And now Cardinals-Rams, uh, Rams slipping down to the four seed. They were the two seed. And uh the cards picking up that fifth seed. So both these teams only separated by one game. But despite that, again, Cardinals coming to this game eight and one on the road. They are the, if not, I think the best road team um in the league. They're certainly the best road team playing today, but uh that will look like a whole lot of fun. So let's start things out with how week 18 happened. This was a pretty wild week, so let's dive right in. Game of the week here. Now, this one we basically have no question for. This is the L.A. Chargers up against the Las Vegas Raiders. And oh, my goodness, we had the situation. We had a tie possible. If these two teams had tied, we would have been able to get both in the playoffs. But if one wins and the other loses, the winner would go on and the Steelers would take the place of the losers. And that is indeed what happened. Vegas kicking through a winning field goal after an insane Herbert drive to make overtime, one of the best games of the whole year. The Vegas win since Pittsburgh to the seventh seed and locks and bakes at the five. And again, New England to the six. So what an incredible game here. Really, really fantastic time watching this game. This was so, so cool to see. But um, I'm actually going to try to pull it up um, the Justin Herbert play um, and see if it is up here. But uh, where was it? Justin Herbert. We're going to have this right up here. And, yeah, here's the ending. Here's the ending to this game, and we're going to go over it a little bit. We're not trying to get a, a copyright strike, of course. But um, we're going to go over and share this screen up on the side so all y'all can see it now. Take some shot with put down in the middle of the defense, try and throw it high and give him a chance. So in fourth and answer. 21, Herbert stepping back, Herbert. launched it from the 32-yard line, and goes and into the end, end, end zone, zone, zone for a touchdown. And mind you, with four and a half to go, Fourth and 21. You missed this play. Game over. The but the touchdown's good, and now we have new life. In the same. We're not quite done yet. The advantage. And, we'll ahead and the Wosu. And Looked like they had the easiest shot to reach. The two-point conversion he, he never... ended up being good. Like second. So one Sunday night. And that a bunch was, of uh, yeah, team winning your time. With the to loss. You can skip ahead a little bit. Injury there for filing. Did... He ended up getting yeah. carted yeah. off. And Justin hey. Herbert kept missing all these passes, kept going incomplete over and over, but he was able to get his way down the field. And now with just a minute to go, Herbert again from just outside Herbert. the 30. And that good? ball goes nowhere. It up. And it was ruled incomplete. It was uh, well, it was pretty close, but they're going to rule it incomplete. The field clock. Three are... Here he goes again on Play second out. down, and that one's dropped. Yes. <laughs> Send an extra attacker. On well, third down, be- finally completion. That ball's going to move a little bit outside. Now, 52 seconds left. Again, the, the Chargers are coming. still trying to get Slug their way downfield. To 50. Herbert, and that ball He's up and over, quite wide open. Bad communication there from Eckler. Second and 10. That one's going to get caught. All right, I know and they'll give it a first down. And that'll be the second to the last, last time. Herbert, throwing this deep one down. hit as he throws. But that one goes nowhere. So, second and 10. Down. Just 34 seconds left. That one's thrown away for 28 seconds to go. Now it's third and 10. Still, Crushers' odds Herbert. to win this game are still so low. But that one, a massive catch, but it's going to be ruled out of bounds. Incredible athletic effort to go up and get that. And they're going to review that. And it's going to be incomplete still. Should almost, almost a fraction right there, but it wasn't counted. And Herbert. Herbert's going to step back. Throws it again, Flyers, and look, there we go. Another first down, and Vegas is not done yet. They called the it. Ir- call sorry. To try and LA's get not the- done yet. calls the timeout. First and 10, goes- And that one goes nowhere. Yeah, 17th place. four yards. I mean, this is ridiculous on line, pick a ridiculous drive. that one is going to be complete. But then they're going to rule it out. But they're going to look at well, it again, too, and one elbow has as to you the can same, see, it? I think so. Least that least one should be counted. Does it should equal two? What did the they team. end up saying? The rookie coach on the field. Defense another complete. William. Five seconds to go. Firing, and it is going to go. be go. caught. In- care. So overtime, teams went back and you forth. You take that block. And, and Vegas the got a field goal. Already left, I think people deep to one kick the 30. Win. Here. These will start their drive. And and was make good. Making a lot of three time Anything Maybe. can happen. It's over. And you're players are saying to take the tie. And now here was an interesting play in the game. That. So the Chargers third call a, a timeout three. with 38 seconds to go. Now, there's four seconds left on the clock. So they still have a little bit of time there. But remember, that's going to be on the Raiders if they let that go out. So the Chargers yeah, call bad. this timeout almost inexplicably. Raiders. It's third and four with 38 seconds Eight. to go. And now you come right back right, out here. and this is the key. So if Jacobs is stopped right here, but you can see these blocks right here and right here, and he's got an open lane. You can see that arm he's about to push over and go right in between that B gap and he sees that, and he's going to cut around. If he stopped right here, that's probably going to be the game because it's going to be fourth down. They're too far to go. There's no time left. If you punt it away, that's not going to be it. So this is really the key to the game right here is you get why I called the timeout, but it doesn't even matter because, look, gets the first down and more.
1: And now you have 33
0: seconds left, and they're going to take it all the way down to, I guess, around – Come down to this. Three seconds. If the, still two. Forty and forty-seven-yard field goal for the win and to clinch the five seed. Step Good. Hold. Good. And... and there you go. And that's all she wrote. So this kind of game was an unbelievable performance. Um, I really am shocked that the Chargers had to get through this much to get through it. But I mean, what a game! What a really incredible game! So we can now look to the rest of the week, and we're going to start off with a sad game. Saints and the Falcons faced off uh, for the second time this season, uh, this time in Atlanta. Falcons won in New Orleans earlier this year, but they lost this game. But the Aints missed the playoffs, so I'm a happy man. Uh, Thanks to the 49ers, the Saints do miss the playoffs, uh, so winning this game was a pretty pyrrhic victory. Uh, the Falcons get the eight seed here and new Orleans gets negative 60 million in debt for next season. Atlanta finishes seven and 10 on the season, which is a three game improvement from last year, I guess at least three win improvement um, with the extra game. So good for the Falcons to shape themselves up, get a good, uh, get a good positioning there. I mean, obviously not winning the game is not a lot of fun, but uh, saints here, not really getting a whole lot out of this deal. Next up, we have Cincinnati up against Cleveland. This game really didn't mean anything uh, a lot here. Cincinnati got themselves the four seed, and uh, the Browns winning this game, but doesn't really mean anything. Browns are still out of the playoffs. All it does is hurt their uh, seat a little bit for the draft. So not a lot there for the Browns. This next game up, we'll spend, again, a very short amount of time on. It really didn't matter that much either. But it's Green Bay up against Detroit, and Detroit wins this game. Uh, we got this prediction wrong, but um, golf played pretty well. Amon Ross St. Brown is legit. He's a great wide receiver. I'm super excited to watch him over the upcoming couple couple seasons. Um but yeah, this game was not entirely shocking. Uh, we pretty much knew what was gonna happen for what was gonna happen here. So uh yeah, I'm I'm not shocked, nobody's shocked. This game was pretty much uh, said and done from a long way out. Uh after that, we have Chicago against Minnesota in a truly meaningless game. Uh, if you want to talk about games that don't mean anything, uh, this is a big one that meant nothing. Um, any Dalton was pretty poor in this game. Jefferson gets another touchdown, and Minnesota wins this. Uh, Chicago blew a 14-0 lead. They're also up seventeen to ten before losing seventeen to thirty-one. So not quite uh, the best job here. So pretty disappointing work um, if you're uh, this kind of team. This was this was not a very good job uh, for either of these squads. Next we have the Washington football team in their final game as the Washington football team and the New York Giants. And New York still finds a way to lose. Uh, Washington wins and covers this game. Jake Fromm, those two picks, including a pick six. And Washington, despite missing the playoffs, does end the season with a win. And again, their final game is the Washington football team. Uh, As we discussed on our last podcast, they will be changing into the Washington somethings. Uh, That will be coming in, uh, I think, a few weeks. It's going to be on February 2nd. They will unveil new uniforms and a new name. They are keeping the same color scheme and generally the same kind of layout for what they're going to do. But they will still be the burgundy and gold. Uh, We just don't know what that will quite look like yet. So, um, good win for the Giants, even though obviously the game uh, was not very meaningful. And now we have a game that was uh, <laughs> quite quite shocking. This was Indianapolis against Jacksonville. And, oh, my God, the impossible happened. Jacksonville won, and they won by a lot. 26-11 to 11 was your final score. The Colts absolutely choked their season away and missed the playoffs. Indianapolis is the first team ever – to lose to a 2-14 team in the final week of the playoffs on the line. Um, So, yeah, Indianapolis somehow, 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 somehow um, missed the playoffs here. And I know if Noah was here, he would be laughing quite heartily. I know we'll touch on this when he gets back, but, wow, this was an all-time choke job. Uh, This is also the first time that Trevor Lawrence gets two passing touchdowns and no picks in a game, which is a pretty sad stat, but good work for him. And Jacksonville still gets the number one pick anyway, despite beating their rival. So uh, good for them. And still, the streak lives. Indianapolis has still yet to beat Jacksonville in Jacksonville since 2014, which is a shocking statistic, but it's still true. Next, we have a battle of the very, very cold and freezing uh, Atlantic teams, and that is Pittsburgh and Baltimore. And the Steelers hang on for the W after Huntley's very poor day and Big Ben's tough plays, and you'll get one more shot in the playoffs. The overtime finish was crazy here, and a Boswell field goal sealed the W. This was a big-time, big-time, big-time game. Um, Very, very proud of this team. They should be doing a uh, a very solid job here. So, yeah, this is is a very, very, very solid effort from two different teams that really – Try to pull the league together. I mean, we talked about Baltimore, a team that had been injured to an unbelievable degree all season. We have Pittsburgh, a team that's been very, very back and forth. But, quote, good for Pittsburgh. They were able to pull out a win. They only had a 7% chance to make the playoffs going into the weekend, and somehow, someway, they clinched. And we'll see how Kansas City is able to handle this surging team. In a game that doesn't really require a lot of discussion, we have the Tennessee Titans against the Houston Texans. And this game really wasn't that much. Houston sucks, and we pretty much knew this. Uh, They did have a late comeback in this game, to be fair. But Tannehill got himself four touchdowns. Tennessee clinches the number one seed for the first time in over 14 years. But Davis Mills, the Houston quarterback, threw for 301 yards, three touchdowns. That's 2,604 yards passing on the season, which beats Derek Carr for the most yards passing by a rookie in Houston history. So really big congrats to Davis Mills, a former Atlanta kid. I know he went to GAC, Greater Atlanta Christian. Um, a school nearby, my high school. So pretty cool to see him doing uh, big things in the NFL and really having a surprisingly solid season on a team that did not have a lot of faith going into it. Another game that not much occurred here, this was the New York Jets against the Buffalo Bills. Pretty shaky start here again for Buffalo. They've kind of been back and forth on a lot of these starts, but it did not matter in the end. 14-0 in the fourth quarter, and Buffalo sends a big message here to beat down the jets and clinch the afc east title again and they will be playing new england um so a very very exciting game bills putting in some great work here and get themselves back into the playoffs in a very solid position so good work for them we now move out west where we saw the san francisco 49ers defeat the los angeles rams in overtime they clinch the playoffs and eliminate new orleans so good for y'all and the Rams still win the division after the Cardinals lose. So this game really didn't end up meaning that much for the Rams. Anyway, four picks total. in This one a 17 to zero Rams league, which completely choked away. Um, cup ended up finishing the season. Number one in the NFL in receptions, receiving yards and touchdowns of um, sensational season for Cooper cup here. So a uh, big, big, big shout out to him. Uh, easily the best wide receiver performance of anyone in the 2021 season. So big congrats. him. we'll see if the playoffs keep up this kind of energy. So, uh, Big work there from Cup. We now have the annual uh, New England choking to Miami on the road, last game of the season, because I called it. I, this game always happens, and I called it, I called it, I called it, and I said Miami would still win this game, and they do. They do miss the playoffs in the final week, but they end up going a pretty impressive 9-8. New England, of course, will be a wild card team, and actually the first time ever they're going to be a wild card team under Belichick. The previous 17 appearances were with the division title, so a shocking result there. And Jalen Waddle now owns the record for the most receptions in a rookie season in NFL history. So, congrats, Jalen Waddle! Clearly, a great pick out of Alabama for the Dolphins to take. I mean, hey, Alabama wide receivers can never go wrong. We've seen Julio, we've seen uh, Jalen Waddle. Uh, maybe not necessarily everyone, but um, but yeah, a lot of a lot of Alabama wide receivers having a lot of, of success. And Jalen Waddle clearly continuing uh, that trend, as well as Devonta Smith. Um, he's also had a very solid season as well. Next, we have another Western battle, and that was between the Seattle Seahawks and the Arizona Cardinals. Uh, Seattle wins this game, uh, did ruin the Cardinals' shot in a division title. Uh, Penny is definitely the real deal, and Wilson a little bit back to his former self in this game. But not a great odds for the Cardinals coming into this game. They are limping heavily into the playoffs. Uh, they will play the Rams again. They beat them 37-20 on the road and lost 30-23 to at home. So not particularly great here for the Cardinals coming into this game. So, um, I don't have a lot of faith in them coming out, but uh, good for Seattle to at least end their season on a win, kind of like Washington, where both teams underperformed what they did last season, but um, overall, not too shabby for them. Uh, and finally, we have Carolina against Tampa Bay, and sadly, a meaningless game to close out on. But the Bucs uh, defeat the pathetic Panthers pretty easily. They get the two-seed and will play the seven-seed Eagles in another wild card game versus an NFC East team. Of course, they did this last year on their Super Bowl run, beating Washington, so uh, we'll see if they come out and deliver a big-time blow to a team that will certainly not be anywhere near favorite in that game. So uh, congrats to them for coming out and making that performance. For the AFC and NFC players and teams of the week, I have a pretty solid one here, Rashad Penny of the NFC. He overall had a pretty uh, fantastic time here, um, getting, I think it was over 180 yards, two touchdowns. Great, great game for Rashad Penny. And San Francisco has got to be my team of the week, partially for helping knock out the Saints. So I got to thank them for that. But also beating the Rams is a very difficult accomplishment. Doing an OT, this is a big-time week. So, yeah, Niners end up earning their playoff spot and do it in style. In the AFC, my player of the week is Derek Carr for leading together and a ridiculous game against the Chargers and pulling and willing this team to the playoffs. And, yeah, if you told me midseason that this team would be a playoff team, I'd be blown away. Uh, they'd be back and forth with a million off-the-field issues. You don't need to get into them. But it's been a really tough year for the Raiders faithful. So I guess Raider nation, but yeah, Derek Carr having a big time clutch performance. And then for my teams of the week, I have a split one, uh, partially giving it to the Raiders for winning the game of the week and one of the games of the year. And partially I got to give it to Jacksonville, just given the fact they beat the Colts and that whole debacle was absolutely hilarious. So, um, yeah, I thought that was absolutely hilarious. Got to give them to them. Uh, I don't think I'll ever get over that. I'm certain. No, we'll never get over that. But, um, we can now fast forward into our picks and it's going to be a good one. Now, Noah, unfortunately uh, we don't have his picks yet, but he will get them in before all these games kick off. So we'll let you know what they have it. But um, so far with the super wild card round, this is going to be a tough one um, because a lot of these games are going to be about as tight as you can get. So I think this could be a pretty, um, a pretty difficult game and who's going to do what. So, Starting off, today we have two Saturday games, uh three Sunday and one Monday night game. So who's going to win the first one? Bengals or the Raiders? The Bengals have not won a playoff game in Quite a while. In fact, you can go all the way back to the beautiful year of 1991 was the last time that the Cincinnati Bengals won a playoff game, which is actually the year before the text message was invented. So no one has ever texted, congrats on the Bengals' playoff win, uh, which I know, Ryan, if you're listening to this, I am sorry. Uh, I don't mean to dog on the Bengals, but uh, it has been quite a minute. But I think this streak breaks today. Uh, we know that Cincinnati is indeed favored in this game, but um, I just – I don't know what the Raiders can do against Jamar Chase in this game. He has been absolutely insane. Um, He has had an absolutely ridiculous season, has been incredible. Um, And I just think that Joe Burrow has been just too good. 971 yards over the course of the last two games, almost 1,000 yards in two games. uh, Joe Burrow has been unstoppable. And I have no idea what they're going to do. The last time these two teams met was 32-13 Bengals, and that was in Vegas. And this time, they're going back to Cincinnati. So, yeah, if, um, <laughs> if, this, is, if this is going to be uh, the Bengals' time to show out and get a big win, this has to be it. So, um, even though these teams both are 10-7, I think the difference in these teams are very, very different. Um, I, I think that it is possible that the Raiders could win this game, but I'm really confident about, um, about the Bengals coming in and getting a win here. So I'm going to lock my pick in, and I'm going to go with the Bengals today in our first game up. That game will kick off at 4.30, which is in about an hour and a half of uh, live doing this right now. Next up, we have a big game here, the game that I will be attending today, uh, which I will hopefully not freeze myself to death, but that will be the New England Patriots six seed, going to Buffalo in the cold Western New York winter And they will be the three seats. So this game is going to be interesting because a lot of people are picking the bills to lose this game as a big time upset and because Patriots always win. Belichick does his thing. I get it. But I don't know. Because the thing is, is that this is going to need to be the run game to win because the last time New England played Buffalo was when New England won in Buffalo 14 to 10 when Mac Jones only threw the ball three times for 19 yards. It was one of the lowest passing days in NFL history. And they're going to have to do a little bit more of that kind of blueprint. Of course, Jones needs to do a lot more, but you're going to have to run the ball down the Bills' throats. But for the Bills, you got to have good Josh Allen. You got to have him. Uh, he has not done well in his last four games. He has had seven picks and lost a fumble. And that was against at least the last two games of those four, were against the Jets or the Falcons. These are not good defenses, and he did not play well against them. So when he plays well, when he plays well, Josh Allen can be one of the best quarterbacks in the AFC. When he isn't, it's pretty bad. And if he plays that carelessly against this New England Patriots team, they're not going to win because the Pats can find a way to do this. So uh, J.C. Jackson has been incredible this year uh, out at corner. So he's going to do a great work here. But I'm still going to roll with the Bills here. But I think it's going to be really, really tight. It's going to be tight. Um, Looking at so far the lines for this game, just to uh, remind you, uh, the Bengals are favored by six over the Raiders and the bills are favored by five over the Patriots. So I'm going to roll with both those. Um, I do think the Bengals will cover and I do not think the bills will cover. So I think those two games will be a little bit different on to the next game up. The first game tomorrow will be the seven seated Philadelphia Eagles at the two seated Tampa Bay Buccaneers. That'll be at 1 PM tomorrow on Sunday. And this is going to be a game that a lot of people are going to be not picking the upset. It's eight and a half a spread. That's the second biggest spread of the entire weekend, the biggest spread in the in the NFC. And in this game, I'm still going to go with the Bucs. Um, now, the Eagles had a terrible, terrible start in their season. They started two and five. Uh, they lost to Tampa Bay already in week six, but it was pretty close. But since week six, they've actually led the league in rushing yards. They've done a very, very solid job on that end. And they're doing um, a pretty solid work. Um, obviously, Tampa Bay is still dealing with the old Antonio Brown thing, um, as well as Chris Godwin out with an ACL injury. So it is a little uh, unfortunate for the receiving core of Tampa Bay to get this banged up this late in the season. But do we really think that Tom Brady's going to lose to the seventh seed in round one? No, he's not. And do I hope it happens? Of course, I would love that to happen but it's not going to happen. Uh, don't bet against Tom Brady in round one, unless you're the Tennessee Titans, as we know, um, as well as that team was kind of falling apart, but this is a two seed Bucks team against a seven seed Eagle team. that struggled a lot this season. This would take a miracle to win. I'm still going to go with the Buccaneers in this game. Now we have uh, another marquee matchup, a very historic matchup. We haven't seen this one in a while, but it's going to be the San Francisco 49ers against the Dallas Cowboys. Now, this is a game that we've often seen a, um, a lot of uh a a lot of a lot of fight between these two teams a lot of these two teams do not like each other and i get that it's very difficult for neutral fans to like the cowboys but um but this could be interesting so dak prescott when he really is doing really well can beat a lot of teams he had 295 yard five touchdown performance in this last game he has been fantastic but the Niners need to have that rushing offense. Now, if the Cowboys can shut down that rushing offense, it's going to be a difficult game, Um, especially with Debo Samuel, who's kind of become their everyman, um, who has been running back, wide receiver, quarterback even. I mean, he has done every single trick in the book. So if Debo Samuel is shut down, it'll be very difficult for the 49ers to win this game. So, But I do think this will be a pretty tight game here. I'm not entirely sure who is really going to be the – the best one in this game, because I do think it's very difficult to determine who's going to sort of show up in this sort of, I guess, quote unquote, rivalry game. It's not exactly, um, it's, it's sort of rivalry-ish, but um, I don't know. I, I think that I'm, I'm just, I'm, t- I'm, I'm really tight on this one. I know these two teams are really, really close, um, and we're not sure who's going to get this one out, but I, I think I might go with San Francisco here. I think that the curse of the Cowboys is still a little bit on them. And I think that San Francisco has just enough weird offense um, to get, to get a win here. So I think I'll pick my upset pick because you got to get an upset pick. And I think this one could really be one prime for one. So I I like the Niners in this game. Um, Give me San Francisco to win. Next uh, we have perhaps the game that could be the uh, least close of the weekend. And that could be the Pittsburgh Steelers up against the Kansas city chiefs and Yeah, I'm just not confident about it. I apologize um, to all of the Steelers fans watching this. I really do. But um, I just don't really see this being a super competitive game. I know the Steelers have limped their way into the playoffs. And you know what? Congrats to them for getting here. But the Chiefs are really hitting on all strides right now. The Chiefs are looking really, really solid. Um, And I get the Steelers have nothing to lose. I get they're coming in here and just saying, screw it. Let's come wave and go but only a few weeks ago, these team played and it was a rough beat down 36 to 10 was your final chiefs uh, did away with them. And I get the Steelers have won a couple games since then, but it was against the Browns who just aren't that good. And the Ravens who also aren't that good because they're too hurt. Um, And the chiefs lost to the Bengals who were playing like one of the best teams in football. And before that destroyed the Raiders who were playoff team beat the Chargers in overtime, who were almost a playoff team and then beat the, the Broncos on the road, despite a lot of their players not playing. So, yeah, I'm going to still roll with the Chiefs pretty cleanly here. I think they're by far the much better team. I don't really have uh, anything to go about that. But um, I-, I do think that the Steelers can put up a fight here. I think they may be able to cover in this game. But it- it's just – it's really tough. Because, again, when these two teams played each other, here's the craziest thing. Kelsey didn't play. Kelsey didn't even play to win 36-10. to So, And now you have him back. You have a full, healthy roster coming into this game. I don't. I just, it's so hard to pick Pittsburgh in this game. I will be utterly floored if they win. Um, this will be Sunday night football under the lights and arrowhead. I, I just don't see it happening. So I'm going to go with KC here. And our final game we have to preview is going to be the Arizona Cardinals up against the NFC West champs, the Los Angeles Rams. Now this game is uh, going to be quite an interesting game because we see uh, both these teams, are in kind of odd positions because the Cardinals started off as one of the best teams in football and then slowly started to whittle away at that. And the Rams have sort of picked themselves back up, but, ah, what is Stafford doing? Uh, Stafford has been very, very bizarre. These last two games, they are, um, they are just, they're missing every mark. I don't know what they're going to do, but the thing is though, it has been a really, really, really good run for the, the Rams, when they're able to pick themselves up despite Matthew Stafford throwing picks, if Matthew Stafford plays a clean game in here, I'm incredibly confident the Rams are going to win this game. So, um, it's just more the fact that uh, playing in your first postseason start typically doesn't go well. Uh, since 2002, the wild card win loss record for quarterbacks in their debut is 11 and 31. So, the odds are definitely against Kyler Murray coming to this game, making again his first playoff start. Um, the Rams have to keep Stafford up. Uh, when he's only sacked one time or fewer, uh, they have a nine and one record. But when he's sacked multiple times, they're three and four. So it's it's gonna be pretty tough here. Uh, I looked at the spread so far, and the spread is at uh, minus four for the Rams hosting this game. And looking what I, because I, I really feel like the Cardinals could pull out a solid game here. But the problem with the Cardinals. Is that they've been really bad recently. They had the Cowboys win that mattered, but other than that, they have been one and four. And it's really difficult to trust a team going one and four into the playoffs. So I, I just I, I think that could be a really difficult a really difficult game for them. So um again, if the sacks aren't coming, they're not gonna going to they not really gonna happen here. But um I, I I think that I can go with the Rams in this game. Um, just because this matchup is just so tight. Um, But I, yeah, this is really tough, but I think I'm going to go with LA in here uh, just because they've been playing better as of recently. They are able to beat the Cardinals last time out. And again, rookie quarterback starting off that early is just so hard. So I'm going to go with them in that game and um, I'll make that pick with my confidence. But now that brings us to the end where we have uh, gone through the rest of this playoff coming on in. I know this is a short episode with just me today, but I'm happy for all of you who tuned in and who are here listening. But uh, I greatly appreciate all of your time here at the Blank Coverage Podcast, a special solo episode. Excited for playoffs today. Get your bets in. Have a fun time looking for all of them. Make sure to have your TVs on all day and watch a lot of fun football all day today, all day tomorrow. And don't forget about Monday night football. So, I can't wait for it. I'm super excited. I'm gonna freeze, but I have a fun time doing it. So go Bills today. Excited to go into a playoff game. And y'all have an excellent rest of your evening and weekend. This is Jack Wallace signing off. Peace out, y'all.